0: Hello and welcome to the Circular Metabolism podcast. This podcast is hosted by the Chair of Circular Economy and Urban Metabolism, held by Aristide Etanasiadis and Stefan Kamperman at the Université Libre de Bruxelles. In this podcast, we talk with researchers, policymakers, and different practitioners to unravel the complex aspects of what makes urban metabolism and economies more circular. On episode number 15 of the Circular Metabolism podcast, I exchange points of view with Oriana Romano, coordinator of the Cities and Circular Economy program of the OECD. In this program, Oriana and her colleagues explore what is a circular city and what are the challenges for implementing the circular economy in cities. Indeed, while a number of technological solutions exist already... Legislative and economic barriers are perhaps the most challenging ones to overcome in order to get closer towards circular cities. For Oriana, perhaps one of the most promising additions of circular economy in traditional environmental regulation is its systemic approach. However, due to the added complexity, it is extremely important to have extended dialogues with relevant stakeholders at different levels as well as encompassing the the local context. In this quest towards circular cities, dialogues and exchanges between cities sharing similar struggles and similar stages of progression in order to understand how different circular economy principles land in different contexts are also vital. However, these differences beg the question whether there should be a unique way to adopt circular economy and how do you compare circularity between cities if everything is so different. Oriana says that while it is not ideal to benchmark cities at this stage, it is essential to understand what are the important pieces of information that we need to monitor in order to take better decisions. In other words, what do we need to measure and why? Enjoy this episode and don't forget to visit our website www.circularmetabolism.com for the rest of our productions. Please help us improve our podcast by subscribing to your favorite app, including YouTube, iTunes, Spotify, or Stitcher, and leave us a comment with your thoughts. Thank you, Arianna, for taking the time and uh, to meet here in uh, in Paris, in OECD. It was great having a discussion uh, beforehand about what you guys are doing here in circular economy. But could you perhaps present yourself and? what oecd is doing in this field of uh, circular economy
1: sure first thank you very much for the opportunity um yes so i work in a center for entrepreneurship smes regions and cities and in particular in a division on urban policies and sustainable development where we are working at the role of cities and regions in a circular economy. We have a program called the Economics and Governance of Circular Economy in Cities and Regions and we are working with uh, four cities Mm -hmm. in order to understand uh, what is circular economy today, what are the obstacles Mm -hmm. to implement circular economy and the future opportunities.
0: And what uh, sparked the interest of uh, boiling down circular economy in cities and how did you choose these four cities, could you yeah. help us understand?
1: Well, so basically the, the thing is that um, cities play, play an important role nowadays in uh, economics, social and environmental terms. Um, already most of the population lives in cities and will be living in the future, 60% of population by 2050. Yeah. Cities are consumers of uh, goods and uh, also producers of up to 80% of uh, greenhouse gases emission, not to count uh, waste production, energy production. So um, at the same time cities have a role to play in terms of uh, sustainable the economic system of Mm. the countries, Mm -hmm. they provide jobs, they provide services and they also have a role to play in terms of uh, public investment in lots of sectors that are involved in uh, uh, circular economy related activities. So for all this reason, we thought that it was important to look at the role of cities and regions in circular economy. So what they can do, what are they doing and how the WCD, being an intergovernmental organization of 36 member countries, can actually help mm-hmm. uh, cities and regions to move forward their own agenda and to understand what are the conditions for the city to actually Uh, move from the transition from linear to circular economy.
0: Have you thought of these conditions already or are you kind of um, investigating as well with the cities what are these economic, uh, legislative, um, you know, financing uh, preconditions for a circular economy? Do you already have some uh, insights about this?
1: Uh, well, it's <laughs> it's the, a tough the, question. Yeah, of the, course. The, the very basic. I mean, uh, every time we work with cities, yeah. we start by oh, almost a given for granted that technological aspect and technical aspect um, and dimensions and solutions exist for cities and regions to really move uh, towards the transition from linear to circular. What you were mentioning in terms of economic and governance Mm -hmm. conditions are really the difficult, uh, (laughs) the difficult parts to make sure that these technical choices and solution can actually uh, last and can actually be put in practice. So it is a matter of uh, what are the new business model needed uh, for uh, um, uh, private the private sector to move uh, towards a um, uh, circular economy. It is about uh, what are the uh, collaboration between the private the public sector, the university and what is the role of citizens. Mm-hmm. It's about uh, stakeholder engagement, which means uh, how the government at different levels, can be local, can be regional, is actually engaging the different stakeholders that can play a role towards this transition so mm-hmm. it is not about only the government itself but it is uh, it is more on in terms of a sharing responsibilities on who can do what and how and for doing this of course you need proper regulation that can actually allow for example um, the use uh, of waste or what is actually a resource is not we don't talk about a Waste any longer mm. um, in the future. So, in terms of production of new materials or production of new resources, uh, it is about um, fundings and mm. uh, and uh, for example, also data and information. What is difficult is really to understand what is a circular economy, what are the opportunities. (laughs) Especially in cities, right? For circular circular economy to happen in cities and regions. And it's amazing to see that there is a lot of interest of building this knowledge Mm -hmm. really in a shared manner. The governments are working with the private sector, with citizens, with research centers, institutions, and uh, university to have a better understanding and also to make sure that all these opportunities Mm. are really taken into account.
0: Do you think that, because we discussed a bit uh, before as well, that what is the real difference between circular economy and just plain environmental regulation, right? Why is this so different?
1: Yeah, the, the the it's it's very tough question. Yeah. Yeah. Um, because they they actually go hand in hand. Mm-hmm. But the very di- the difference, I think, it's in the in the system, mm-hmm. in a, in yeah. a, in the in the way policies are conceived and stakeholders are engaged and. Um, And how to make sure that there is a coordination, we say, across people, policies, and places. So basically, people is uh, is needed to, to coordinate uh, so the tri- tri- triple yeah. and quadruple helix. In terms of policies, it's not only about water, it's not only about waste, it's not only about the spatial planning, but it is about all that in a city. Mm-hmm. And then poli- in places, it's about not just the city itself as a, a sort of uh, an autonomous and independent entity, but it is also about the connection with the surrounding surrounding areas mm-hmm. with the regions and there, and with the study that you also are carrying out, you know, this uh, um, that the metabolism is not inside the city only, but yeah, yeah. it's uh, a more like a functional area of uh, exchanging you know, of input and output of resources, material and energy. So the difference is in the way uh, cities and regions can conceive uh, policies Mm -hmm. uh, in terms of uh, how they can actually influence Uh, sustainable production and consumption patterns Mm. which doesn't mean only looking at the end of pipe of the process so it's not only about recycling and reusing but it's conceiving policies in a way that can change actually behavior and production and delivering of services in a circular way so looking at how resources are used and how to make sure that resources can keep their value, value at the highest uh, during the whole cycle.
0: And um, so, as you said, I think that the, most, uh, the word that kind of strikes me every time is this systemic or systematic approach that we need to, to, to take into account for circularity more than just uh, separate environmental regulations. How do you tackle or uh, approach this complex task with the cities, right? I mean, you have yeah. four case studies right now. I imagine you do not start with a systemic word because it's a bit too difficult to digest. How do you approach cities yeah. into this uh
1: So we are working with, uh, as you mentioned, four cities. One is Groningen in the Netherlands, Umeå in Sweden, Mm -hmm. and Valladolid and Granada in Spain. Mm -hmm. As you can imagine, these are very different cities. Uh, uh, They have uh, different geographical and economic and social and environmental characteristics. So what we do uh, is to is to is to carry out what we call the policy dialogues which means that uh, we go and we are, we go to the city and we talk with several stakeholders so we have different groups what are and kind for of example, the stakeholders that you're well they can be from the governments so mm-hmm. the local the regional and also the national one yeah. and then several categories of the private sector for example uh, different industry industrial sectors or we talk with far farmers uh, the agriculture sectors yeah. we talk to ngos we talk to universities we talk to research centers mm-hmm. and all these uh, actors that play a role in the city and actually they can have a, a role in the future of a circular economy strategy. So we start talking, th- this dialogue, this multi stakeholder dialogue that can really help you to understand what is the current situation and what are the opportunities for the future. And importantly, we're not alone like. Um, Mm, there is an OECD delegation but we also go with peer reviewers from other cities so we have uh, really a peer peer-to-peer approach, mm-hmm. meaning that there is a city, a representative from a city of the same level of maturity mm-hmm. regarding circular economy um, approach that are, for example, starting to be interested mm-hmm. in developing a circular economy strategy. So like an so
0: inspiration so or something a like that? In
1: a, in, a, in a more unequal way in the sense that they can share experience and they can share especially concerns no. and Difficulties that they are facing. But -hmm. then we have also peer reviewer from a more mature, uh, Mm -hmm. having a um, advanced experience in terms of uh, circular economy and namely we are accompanied by for example the city of Amsterdam Mm -hmm. and the city of Paris Mm -hmm. they have started this journey like uh, uh, three four years ago (laughs) and they can really also be an inspiration for newcomers and to understand um, how does it work and what 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 are the success factors but also the failures and mm. also what the city can expect in uh, in, <laughs> uh, imagine, in yeah. starting yeah. this uh, this journey which is very challenging and um, but so it's important to see the great motivation that these cities have to work towards this transition to work with us to work with other cities to learn and um, to try to build something that would bring value Value to their city and mm-hmm. it can be uh, social, it can be economic, but it can be also environmental one.
0: But you mentioned it, I think, before and I think what we are all struggling is that per- perhaps there could be a definition of circular economy in cities and that's already a difficult task. But uh, I think what's most important is that there's a different declination and translation of circular economy in different cities. And I think, you know, maybe Paris has a different angle of circular economy than Amsterdam and Umea, and so I think that it's, it's very relevant to kind of see how the circular economy lands into mm-hmm. cities, you know, and how does it translate. Um, do, do you think that, you know, f- at the end of the day different challenges still contribute to circular economy or sh- there's kind of a unique approach that we should have across cities?
1: So f- now, first, I I, I I don't think there is a unique approach. There mm. is no one-size-fits-all solution. This is, uh, I think, for sure. What the cities have in common is definitely um, Um, need or a necessity to think about the use of the resources that they're they're making. Mm. It can be related to the land, it can be related to uh, water, it can be related to waste and energy. And so how to make sure that all these uh, sectors uh, and then reflected into the policies Mm -hmm. are connected in order to produce and consume uh, in uh, a more sustainable and let's say circular way so most of the time it can be that for example cities are um, starting this journey because they have natural resources constraints mm. so uh, it is needed for them to understand how they can save natural resources but this is not the only uh, not entry the only reason it yeah. can be an yeah it can be an entry point but there are different reasons and for example in the cities we are working uh, with there is a a sort of very clear Distinction, at least in terms of the main objectives. Uh, Valladolid is really, they see really circular economy as an opportunity to create more jobs, mm-hmm. to create new business, to create, uh, to uh, to promote innovation, for example. And so they have already started, a, um, they have a roadmap on circular economy and they have started a program to fund project, uh, started, this program started in 2017, so far they have uh, more than 60 projects uh, that they they had as a, um, criteria to uh, be localized in Valladolid and to create jobs, yeah, so it's yeah, really yeah. about creating jobs in uh, Groningen. It's about uh, thinking of a new economic system that could bring economic value to the city Mm -hmm. and also uh, create opportunities for collaboration with university and startup. given that Groningen is a university city and is very well known for their research center, for example, on energies Mm -hmm. and energy transition that they have. Then you look at uh, UMEA and UMEA, it's about environment so being neutral carbon neutral in the future how they can change uh, the way people consume services are provided and at the same time reaching a circular approach in all the activities to for which the the city is in charge of and then in Gra- in Granada in Spain mm-hmm. the uh, I think uh, we saw that the, the main reason was to build uh, knowledge um, okay. and innovation, yeah. and uh, because of the fact that uh, Granada was nominated in 2017 a city of science. Okay. So it is important also to to make sure what the university and also the the new companies, entrepreneurs, and business mm-hmm. how they can work uh, with the cities and actually how the city, uh, vice versa can collaborate uh, with uh, the the other actors in shared responsibilities for uh, circular economy to happen. So different motivation but basically common uh, uh, vision, I would Mm. say, in terms of uh let's change something uh for the city and let's make sure that collaboration coordination and the systemic view can uh, create an advantage to to the city for the people living in the city
0: Mm. so it's more of a structural approach than a let's say very specific and i think this ties in with the question of monitoring right because how do you compare the the circularity of Umea with the one of Kroningen if they don't have the same objectives at the very end, is, and for me, I think, uh, you know, because I'm a very flow guy and uh, I like monitoring everything in quantitative terms. But I, as you said, it's not necessarily the only way to do it. And uh, I think the approach and that cities are taking is also as relevant as the the quantities themselves. How, so? How do you measure finally, or how do you say that? one city is more circular than another
1: um,
0: or can we say I'm it's you not, know
1: I'm not <laughs> totally convinced that this is what we have necessarily to say mm-hmm. in terms of benchmarking cities on their level of circularity um, but I agree with you that uh, metrics and uh, measurements mm-hmm. are really needed to understand the progress. So each city will have a baseline, a starting point mm. that would be different from uh, one city to another. Yeah. Um, and so it is important to have a look at the progress and to have a look at the target. Um, when. Uh, studying circular economy strategies in place in cities and regions for example we have just sent out a global survey to have an understanding of what is going on around the world uh, we selected um, a certain number of uh, indicators that can actually help cities measuring some impacts and yeah. impacts are related to uh, environmental issues like for example in terms of uh, water saving, energy saving or waste diverted to landfill but they are looking also at economic and social aspects for example new business creation or startup that are following circular economy project, a number of um employees uh, created for these new businesses mm-hmm. related to circular economy, so it is important to monitor, but I think uh, it's difficult to, to benchmark cities. Yeah. What we are uh, doing here within the project on, uh, on the economics and governance of circular economy in cities is to help country uh, is well cities in different countries to uh, and self-assess for example the existence and the level of implementation of mm-hmm. some governance conditions or the, their level of circularity uh, through um, a scoreboard mm-hmm. in which you have some key dimensions for example innovation system thinking core level of coordination with other levels of government mm-hmm. or uh, partnership with actors in the surrounding areas that can help a city understand what are the conditions and what is in place, what is missing and what they can do. Um, so evaluation, monitoring, data information is definitely something that uh, is needed, is uh, something on which uh, we are working. And uh, it's indeed a challenging task (laughs) for the city. Everybody's trying to to figure it out, but it's... But also for the city to uh, um, understand what are the needed information mm. to take robust decisions and also uh, to uh, monitor the implementation of this decision so it is really a work that we are conducting together with policy makers yeah. together with actors within the cities first to sc- coping and to understand what needs to be measured and why i mm. think this is the first yeah, the why uh, is a good question yeah, this actually is, yeah. this is the first uh, uh, basic question which is the hardest probably that we will we are trying to clarify in a uh, shared approach together with the cities that mm. we are working with and also together with other cities that would like to be involved in this in this project mm.
0: what perhaps uh, to to look in the future how how do you think how do you see things evolving what's the the future steps of circular economy in cities and what are the future challenges i mean there are already plenty of challenges but what do you think are the the next steps in in, in this process
1: well I see that uh, more and more cities are getting interested Mm -hmm. in understanding and building knowledge on circular economy which is uh, very encouraging Mm -hmm. and it is uh, also um, something that uh, stimulates cities in uh, having a place not only um, like in their own agenda towards the circular economy but also with the rest of the world for example Mm -hmm. in uh, a lot of cities are recognizing that circular economy can be a concrete approach to achieve the sustainable development goals which are very interrelated Mm -hmm. uh, across one another and specifically in respect to uh, the SDGs 12 on sustainable uh, production and consumption patterns Cities are also recognizing that they they have a role to play as a promoter, as a facilitators, or as enablers of circular economy and they are working with organizations like uh, us, but also with other levels of government Mm -hmm. to understand what are the conditions needed and what needs to be changed. Mm -hmm. Cities play, for example, an important role in terms of uh, financing, for example, for the future of investment and infrastructure this is very important yeah, yeah. but for example they have little to say in terms of uh waste related regulation i mean they don't always have uh they, they don't always play a role they cannot really change this but they can coordinate they can communicate with uh, upper levels of government in order for ex- starting a discussion and make sure that the needed changes also to in this regard it can actually happen in the future. Mm. So uh, it is important to stimulate this dialogue, the understanding, and then take a concrete act- action. Most of the time, it's still uh, in an c- experimental way. It can yeah. be in a small scale, but this is uh, like a baby step or yeah, a yeah. normal step that should be taken in order to make sure that these steps can be actually scaled up and then uh, they move uh, from experiment to uh, reality and uh, um, a very uh, common and normal thing future of all the cities around the world.
0: Mm. So I guess, as you said, I think the the governance aspect is really crucial and we tend to forget about it, like the horizontal and, and the vertical simultaneously, I guess, somewhere and the role of the OECD generally plays a very strong role, I guess, at least at the ver- vertical um, multi-level or multi-scale, how do you call it? Uh, <laughs> governance. Multi-level governance. Yeah. <laughs> so is that the is that the ways that we need to figure out uh, to to disseminate more and to facilitate more this kind of uh, city to to city, uh, but also city to I don't know um, Europe or city to you know uh, bigger G7 uh, uh, con- I mean coalitions and, I mean bigger coalitions or something like that? Is that the
1: yeah? It's uh, coordination. Cities uh, can in in terms of. Uh, cooperation with other cities. I think uh, it's a very stimulating for um, un- building knowledge, building capacities. Mm-hmm. Uh, think about something that uh, has been done in other places and can actually be replicated, yeah. or can be of inspiration from other cities. Then the way of how to make this happen, needs coordination across levels of government and also within departmental, uh, uh, within department uh, at municipal or regional level. For example, we saw that uh, there are several mechanisms in place uh, in cities. So one is uh, the innovation agency, for example, in Valladolid, mm-hmm. that is a, a coordination mechanism across the different departments at municipal level. In order, If we are saying that a circular economy is systemic, then the economic, the environmental, the mobility and transport uh, department, they have to communicate and they have to make sure yeah. that these policies are uh, connected. And the same happened at um, uh, a vertical level, so from the national, the regional, the local level, in order to understand how to overcome some obstacles that yeah, can be, yeah. for example, related, as we discussed, to regulation, that can be related to information, that can be related to uh, the financing mm. of uh, um, of circular related activities and also infrastructure for example in the netherlands the um, uh, the national strategy for the implementation of the national strategies mm-hmm. uh, the, on circular economy there is also a fund uh, to which uh, cities and uh, uh, cities can can actually uh, apply in order to start with, uh, with projects related to circular economy, and uh, this, I uh, think it's a it's a it's a way also to 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 make sure that the implementation is possible. Mm.
0: Thanks a lot, Oriana, for your time. Well, I'm thank you. very much looking forward to the to the next steps and to all of your work.
1: Yeah, thank you very much.
0: Thanks. Thank you for listening or watching our podcast episode till the end. If you like this episode, if you have unanswered questions, if you agree or disagree with what was said during this episode, please leave us a comment to spark a debate. Thanks again and see you in the next episode.